Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Well, hi. Welcome to the Viewmasters. Episode 214, The Taking of Pelham 123. My name is Joe. And my name is Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi, Joe. How are How you? Are... I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastically. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. We're just we're just a couple of uh, great doing guys. Yeah. Not having any problems whatsoever. Nope. No technical issues with this here podcast. Nope. We didn't record 10 minutes of gold that no one will ever hear actually we didn't record 10 minutes of gold that no one will ever hear that's true (laughs) and that was the problem (laughs) hi everyone hi (laughs) don't worry we'll just read from the script yeah no all right uh let's see what was it i'm trying to be positive (laughs) me too for as long as i can withstand it all right i'm glad to hear that Uh, oh technology's fun yeah you know so sometimes uh you upgrade your uh macintosh computer Uh to to a new operating system uh and uh that operating system does not agree with the uh previously existing software that you have so uh that that can cause problems it turns out yeah uh things that i you know would not have foreseen happening so, uh, so, so, yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, so I, I've got a, a, a similar story, uh, not not uh, with the, one of those Macintosh computers. Okay. Uh, but with my IBM computer. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, I, so, I mean, honestly, like a good 30% of the reason why it has taken this long for us to restart the podcast is because I upgraded my Windows from 7 to 10. And uh, apparently Windows 10 uh, does not work with my soundboard equipment. Oh. And I had sucks. to find alternatives. Yeah, that, uh, that's not a cheap thing to, no, to no, find it's an not. alternative to. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Uh, I found a workaround so I can still use the equipment, which is good. Uh, you know, because as you mentioned, it's pricey. Yeah. Uh, so you know that that's good, but you know it's still annoying. Yeah, that's still a, a big pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I am <laughs> I am now using a new uh, new audio recording program, which is nice. That's good. Let's let's hope that there's not a considerable difference. I mean, I can hear you fine. Excellent. Yeah. You know, I, I assume as long as you can hear me, then then we're probably okay. Yeah. Though so you can hear me before, so who knows? That's true. But, but <laughs> it, it does appear as if you are recording now. I have bars that are moving when I speak. Then that is good. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The taking of Pelham one two three. Indeed, we'll skip over all the jokes we made about the various remakes. I was, I was going to say it's my favorite John Travolta movie. 
Damn it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. All right, it's the best thing I've ever seen Vincent D'Onofrio in. Oh, really? Even better than Daredevil? Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> gotcha. Damn it. <laughs> you just got got. <laughs> I remember uh, when when Daredevil first came out, I was uh, with uh, uh, a girl at the time, and we watched the entire season. And, like, late into it, like, episode 10 or whatever, she leans over to me and says, you know, the one thing I really like about the uh, the Kingpin guys, he kind of reminds me of the bad guy from Men in Black. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yep. He's but, a chameleon. Yeah. He is a chameleon. I mean, yeah. Like, like there have been so many things that he's been in that, like, I had no idea that was him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, and then Je- Jenny finds him somewhat grating, but I, I like him a lot. I, I, I liked s- him. I liked him on his Law and Order for sure. He was very good on his Law and Order. Uh. And, and I can I can totally see her point of view on that too. He, yeah, I think got, it's just he does a lot of ticks. Yeah, he's he's definitely uh, a guy who pulls out quirks. Yeah. yeah, she's she's not a big fan, but I really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, if that was the only thing he was doing, then sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but he's he's bringing other stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, too bad he's not in this version of Pelham 1-2-3. No, he is not. He is, in fact, in the TV remake from 1998. Oh, wow. I yeah. Okay, so when we were talking about it earlier, I assumed that he was in the the version with Travolta and Denzel Washington. No, no. He, there, there was a, a remake in the middle. Wow. With uh, Edward James Olmos and Donnie Wahlberg. Wow. I bet that's amazing. I I mean, I kind of want to see both of them now. Yeah, just to see the differences. Yeah, I I watched uh, the Amazon Prime preview for the the Travolta Washington remake, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, even just in that preview, Travolta is just chewing the scenery. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> So, like it, it did sort of make me want to watch it too. <laughs> also, it's uh, the remake is a Tony Scott movie. Oh, okay. Who I'm not a huge fan of, mostly because his movies I generally tend to qualify as spastic. I can see that, uh, and I've enjoyed one or two of his movies, but uh, you know, it just as I was watching this one. Uh, the the original, I kept thinking about how, like, I could totally see Tony Scott fucking up this movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is shaky cameras and explosions and yeah, scenery chewing villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of uh, it's you know for for essentially I guess an action movie or a thriller. Uh, there's a lot of sort of quiet scenes i feel like in this movie um it's you know it's very tense uh Mm -hmm. but 
you know, there, it's a lot of just people sitting around or, or, you know, intensely speaking on the phone right. uh, to one another. Uh, yeah. So, so not a, not a ton of, you know, I feel like, like seeing stuff like that with a shaky cam or something would be really weird. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, uh, uh, like you said, it is very tense. Um, but it's also kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a lot of comedy to be found in this movie. I did not expect it, and I found that to be joyous. Yeah, I liked that a lot as well. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's. Uh, I mean, Walter Matthau is the is sort of the the hero of the movie. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's it's it's a serious role, but he definitely brings uh, the the dry wit that we that we know from him to it and it's it's really just delightful he he is great in this movie uh i mean i'm just gonna flat out say this is almost a near perfect movie for me yeah i really liked it uh just it's i mean even though like you said it is just a bunch of uh, guys sitting around talking or that on occasion, just a bunch of guys sitting around doing nothing. Right. <laughs> uh, it is also very intense and also incredibly quickly paced. Like, like there is no wasted scenes. Every, every quiet moments, every moment where people are just sitting around talking, it is important and necessary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, the, the situation is dramatic to begin with. Right. Uh, it's you know it's basically there's a hostage situation on a train, uh, and and uh, Walter Matthau and the the police uh, are are trying to negotiate with these with these people who are holding the hostages basically just to buy themselves more time uh, to pay the ransom, and I I think it's in real time if I'm not mistaken, which was really cool. I liked that a lot. Or at least it feels like it's in real time. It really does. I mean, you know, there's like an hour that passes in the movie that I'm pretty sure only took like half an hour to, to get through of oh, the actual right. movie, you know. <laughs> Fine. I don't know, I'm just, it was, it was quicker than real time. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that what I'm trying to say? I don't I, know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But no, you're right. I mean, it is, it is at least pretty damn close to real time as you can get. Uh, without, you know, a gimmick. Right. Um, so yeah, so the plot is basically four men hijack a subway train, uh, and Walter Matthau just happens to be the guy at the transit authority who winds up, uh, dealing with these, uh, you know, terrorists, basically. Yeah. Uh, and, uh. You know, they demand a million dollars within an hour from the mayor. And if they don't receive it, they're going to start killing passengers. And that is the crux of the movie. Yeah, that's that's the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, it's it was interesting. I kept waiting for there to be 
I, I've been so conditioned by <laughs> by modern movies that I was waiting for there to be some sort of a twist. Like, okay, well, why are they doing this? Why are they holding this this particular train? These people hostage. What is their what is their motivation for it? And you know, like like in Die Hard, they're they're just they're just thieves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Even even in the sequels of Die Hard, they decide, you know, to say, you know, oh, it was, you know, the villain's brother from the first movie, you know? Right. Like, there's always, you're, you're right, there is always, like, something else. Uh, or, you know, we find out that, uh, you know, uh, like, the lead villain, you know, his daughter is dying and he needs the money for her surgery or something like that. Exactly. But, like, uh, like my like my other favorite Denzel Washington movie, John Q. <laughs> I think that's the plot of that movie. I've never seen it. Okay, me neither. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going with you. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, and, and I feel like I was sort of egged on a little bit because, you know, Walter Matthau uh, at a few points is like, well, if, if we can identify these guys, we can we can learn something about them. Um, and, you know, I, I, in that respect, it reminded me of Speed because, uh, you know, you, you've got Keanu Reeves on the bus, but then Jeff Daniels is back in the office trying to figure out who who the bomber is. Sure. Uh, and. And you know there there was more to that story too, right? Uh, um, but but here it's just like, okay, you figured out who it is, so what? <laughs> right, exactly. <yeah. laughs> like there's, uh, there's still not really anything more to it. They just want money, right? Uh, it's it's funny you mentioned speed because I I I mean I'm guessing it's pretty much just because passengers stuck on you know. Uh, a vehicle that's being taken hostage. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I thought about speed a few times while watching it. Um, uh, but yeah. And in, in, and even in that, we don't really learn all that much about, you know, the four men and there's not really anything we need to. Yeah. Yeah. Their, it, their motivations are simple. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and, if anything, I would say, you know, there's one that we don't really learn anything at all about, and it's still fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess there, there's there's four of them, and, and really only three of them feel like actual characters. <laughs> like, the, yeah. fourth one, the fourth one is just there to, to round out the group. Yeah. His character is that he stutters. Right. <laughs> he doesn't sneeze. He's he's not the leader. He's not the violent one. He just stutters. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, when you say it like that, it really sounds not great. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it does, doesn't it? <laughs> but it works. It really it does. It is great. Yeah. We we really only even learn one of their names, yeah. Uh, towards the end, because they're using Reservoir Dogs style aliases. Uh, I believe throughout. Reservoir Dogs is using taking Pelham One Two Three style mm. aliases. Uh, are you sure about that? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I saw Reservoir Dogs first, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> Pretty sure this movie's ripping off that one. 18 years before it came out. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. I don't agree to that. <laughs> I do not agree to disagree with you. Well, then we'll disagree to agree. That's what? Okay. <laughs> now you lost me. Uh, I knew it was going to happen eventually. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this was just like, did you fall asleep while you were watching this movie? Not at all. Me either. Uh, I feel like I feel like that's really all you need to know is that neither of us <laughs> fell asleep watching this movie. <laughs> like it was just it was just a, a tight thriller. It really was. Uh, and and I watched this at like you know two in the morning. Oh wow! Yikes! Yeah, I have insomnia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it's not good. <sighs> Uh, in that respect, I wish you had fallen asleep while watching this movie. <laughs> uh, I actually, I actually watched this twice. Uh, I watched this last night, and then I watched it again when I came home today. Nice. And uh, just honestly, just because I really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I, I was honestly uh, tempted to watch it again today too because I, I watched it yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it was a 48 hour rental from, from Amazon prime. So, you know, right. I still have it. I could watch it again. Uh, and I guess I shouldn't rule out watching it again. Cause I, you know, was thinking about it earlier. If I hadn't, hadn't had to, to run out and do some errands, then I probably would have watched it again. Cause yeah, it's just, it was really entertaining. It, it holds up on a second viewing for sure. Uh, there, and uh, I guess a spoiler for an almost 50 year old movie <laughs> that's had two other remakes. Uh, you know, there, 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 you mentioned a twist and there sort of is one. Like, I, yeah, at the very it, end, it gets revealed early uh, that there is an undercover cop on the subway car. Mm-hmm. And like, when that gets revealed, I did keep thinking about how, like, in if this were a um, modern version, uh, whether they do that in the remake or not, I don't know. But uh, you know that in a modern version, like, they would just constantly be pushing the whole, who's the undercover cop? Right. And so on my second viewing, I was trying to see if, like, there's any kind of hint towards it. And there is not. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think, like, it, it's never, like, it's mentioned maybe twice. Right. Uh, and just sort of in passing. And, and yeah, you know, the, the reveal of who it is didn't even really feel like a reveal at all. It was just like, oh, okay, that guy's the undercover cop. Okay. Yep. I've never seen him before. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed him, like, the first time I watched it, like, in you know, in the beginning, when the train got uh, initially gets taken control of, uh, but yeah, like there's no like longing glances at him or anything like that. He's mm-hmm. just, I mean, if anything, like they go out of their way to not show him a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If if it was a modern movie, there would have been like. It would have been like, there's an undercover cop on that train, and then right. it would smash cut to a close-up of that guy sitting on the train. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I really liked <laughs> that that wasn't... 
because they you know they make the point early on what is this you know one person gonna do against four heavily armed people right and you know i i i liked that it wasn't well i'm 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 gonna be john mcclain about this i'm gonna take them all down (laughs) which is exactly probably what would happen in a modern day version of this. exactly yeah yeah uh, and then, or he would like sacrifice himself or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, which I mean, he has his moment of heroism at the end, but it's still, it's not his story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a while, uh, I actually thought that the, the lady who's asleep on the train was the undercover <laughs> cop. <laughs> and like, she was just playing <laughs> like, they'll never suspect me if I pretend to be asleep the whole time. I mean, in some world, I kind of wish that was true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you uh, read the uh, credits uh, at the end, uh, but they list like all the passengers basically as like their stereotype or whatever, and right, she was like yeah. the drunk woman and. Uh, but apparently someone on there was the homosexual. I saw that as well. I was like, who the hell is that? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that person. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Yikes. 1974 was weird, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's some, there's some casual racism and, and, yeah. uh, sexism in this movie. You know, it could have been much worse. It definitely could have. Yeah, and I feel like the only guy who was super racist was, uh, you know, it was only a moment, and he was uh, not a good person. That's true. Yeah, he was one of the villains. Yeah. So, all right, I guess acceptable in yeah. this in this context. <laughs> <laughs> not excited about it, but I accept it. Yeah, uh, I, I guess Walter Matthau has a slight moment of racism earlier. But, oh right. Uh, God. Uh, yeah, I'm he, sorry. That whole sequence is racist. Never mind. <laughs> but he does get called out on it and is, you know, clearly feels like an ass about it. That's true. <laughs> oh man, I I'd, I'd forgotten about the uh, the the foreign tourists in yes. the in the transit authority offices. <laughs> yeah it's never really like why are they there i guess are they there just to tour the facility are they are they learning something is one of them the terrorists who knows <laughs> uh i believe that they are from the tokyo transit authority right and they're there to learn about how new york operates okay which uh they then get a front row for just a, a massive shit show where uh new york uh, succumbs to the demands of terrorism right you know like new york always does yeah <laughs> <laughs> i did i really enjoyed the uh the political comedy with the, with the mayor of new york trying to decide whether to to pay the ransom or not it was that was a couple of really good scenes uh Especially when uh, he basically has his wife make the final decision. Right. <laughs> uh, played by Doris Roberts. I, I, don't, I don't know who that is. I don't recognize her. She's the mom on uh, Everyone Loves Raymond. Oh, wow. Holy yeah. shit. That's crazy. I did not recognize her at all. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie is entirely cast by character actors. Yeah. Yeah, I, which... I really liked that. You know, other than other than Walter Matthau and uh, Hector Elizondo uh, as one of the terrorists, and then Jerry Stiller. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really know who anyone in the movie was, which I really liked. Yeah. It, you know, uh, like I've watched a couple of foreign movies and because I'm not familiar with, you know, actors in other countries, like sometimes I walk away thinking, man, that was really great because I have no idea who the fuck those people are. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know if they were good actors or not, but, (laughs) (laughs) Because they weren't speaking the same language that you speak. Right. <laughs> uh, like one surefire example of this is uh, there's a movie called Funny Games, uh, which is a, a German movie. And it's not good. Okay. Uh, but they remade it. Uh, like the same director remade it uh, in America with Tim Roth and Naomi Watts. Oh, wow. Okay. And it was much worse. Oh, no. Because I'm just like the entire time. I'm like, well, that's just Tim Roth and Naomi Watts. <laughs> Whereas, you know, the original version, I at least had like some sort of like, well, you know, something horrible could happen to these people because I don't know them. Right. But Tim Roth and Naomi Watts are going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, going back to the undercover cop thing, um, you know, in, in a modern remake, they would... <laughs> They would certainly, you know, cast that role with someone who, who is recognizable, right? Um, even if they don't go out of their way to show them, you know, it's like watching an episode of Law and Order, and if you right. see if you see someone you recognize, you know they're the they're the murderer, right? So, like in, in that respect, not knowing who anyone was 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 also really nice. In a minor way, going back to uh, speed. You know, like when I watched that movie, like, you know, Alan Ruck as one of the passengers is just like, yeah, it's that guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, you can't get that out of your mind. Yeah. Um, but but also, you know, what I, I like about this is like, nobody in this movie is handsome. <laughs> <laughs> nobody has sex appeal. What? You don't you don't think that? That heroic lead Walter Matthau is a handsome, <laughs> sexy man. I mean, in a way. <laughs> Let, let's just say untraditional. All right. <laughs> with with his good friend Jerry Stiller. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, smoke show Jerry Stiller. <laughs> that guy could get it. Uh, I, on my second time watching this, I decided that I was going to look up the ages of all these actors like, oh, while Lord. they were filming the movie. Oh, no. Uh, like, Walter Matthau is in, like, his early 50s. Uh, Jerry Stiller is, like, in his early 40s. Okay. And, and I mean, he has seemed like he was, like, 70-something forever. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, he just died a couple weeks ago, and uh, he was 92, I believe. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, there there's just a certain type of actor from a certain era who just has always looked old. Mm-hmm. 
and he is one of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely part of it is uh, just you know that era being right. evident. You know, the fashion and and hairstyles and whatnot. But yeah, there's sure. otherwise it's just yeah, everyone is you know like like we we've been watching some older movies and like like young Cary Grant still seems like he's. <laughs> you know, in his, in his fifties for sure. Right. Uh, I remember going back to, uh, when you and I, uh, when you lived here and, uh, we were watching the Adam West Batman TV show just Mm -hmm. for funsies. Yeah. And, uh, I remember, I think the first time there was a King Tut episode, like you, like just in the middle of it was just like, how old do you think Victor Buono is? (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, I don't know, 50-something? Yeah. And you're like, he's like 24 in this. He he was very young on that show. (laughs) It was jarring. (laughs) Like, it hurt my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love King Tut. He's great. He and the bookworm are my two favorite Batman 66 villains. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, eh, maybe Egghead tops out one of them. Egghead's pretty great, too. Yeah, but that just may be my love for Vincent Price. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, and, and obviously, you know, you look at the 2009 remake and they got, you know, world's handsomest man Denzel Washington to play the Walter Matthau role. Right. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, they, they clearly... It was from a time when, when, you know, that thing wasn't as important to get a movie made. Yeah. Uh, which which I, I definitely appreciate as yeah. an ugly human being. <laughs> <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> well, well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, uh, I, I also enjoyed the uh, the the semi twist at the very end with uh, uh, Walter Matthau realizing that uh, the the person that they've gone to visit spoiler alert uh, mm-hmm. the person that they've gone to visit is is in fact one of the the terrorists. Yeah, um, that was that was a very clever way to to tie things together. I. Uh... I mean, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, I did too, but yeah. I still enjoyed it. Oh, it's it, it, they pull it off flawlessly. <laughs> yeah, and and I I love that it's just like, and then the movie ends. Right, <laughs> it's just like Walter Matthau realizes it's him. Roll credits. <laughs> we can draw our own conclusions, probably. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't I don't know how well well he sneezed the same way one of the terrorists did. We'll hold up in court, but I guess, you know, finding the money would, would also indicate. Yeah, yeah that, that goes the distance. <laughs> uh, I, uh, so th- this is the one thing that I think all good, and this is essentially a heist movie. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the one thing that I think all good heist movies do is that it, it draws... Uh, or, or at least it's able to make you at the same time 
want to see them succeed and get away with the money, but also you want to see them get caught, too, because they're the bad guys. Right. And, and I think this movie does that excellently. Like, yeah. I I wanted to see them succeed, but also, you know, I wanted to see them, you know, get caught or, or you know, find justice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... I, I I wouldn't say necessarily that the the criminals or at least most of the criminals are are likable, right? Um, so the fact that again spoilers the fact that three of the four of them end up dead uh, didn't didn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the the one that did get away was I think the most likable of the group, and and so so yeah I definitely was like was was in. In his corner, I guess, when when uh, Walter Matthau and Jerry Stiller arrived uh, at his apartment, right. like I, I wanted him to get away with it for sure. I think uh, the the main guy, uh, Mister Blue, uh, played by Robert Shaw of uh, Jaws fame, right? Uh, who was also in uh, he was a James Bond villain, I believe. <clears throat> uh, I don't remember which movie. Uh, but I, I mean, he had a ruthlessness to him, but he also didn't seem like he was like full on evil either. Yeah. Uh, the, the only one who seemed truly scummy was, uh, the Hector Elizondo character. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, then the fourth guy was just sort of there. <laughs> he was, he was the, the muscle. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the the stuttering muscle, right? <laughs> so I I don't know if you uh, looked up the actor. So I don't know if I'm going to blow your mind right now or not. Oh God, I didn't. I did not look up the actor. So so okay. I'm I'm ready. So so our cipher, Mister Brown, the stuttering giant, is also the same actor who played Wilson on Home Improvement. What? What? <laughs> I mean, there's no way I would have known that because I've never seen Wilson's face. <laughs> but that's insane. Well, I mean, he was wearing a mustache throughout the entire that's, movie. So. That's true. I should have recognized his eyes. <laughs> he was wearing glasses. <laughs> which we all know is a foolproof disguise. <laughs> Oh man, that's amazing! Yeah, I, I did not know that. That's incredible. So we got we got Seinfeld, uh, Home Improvement, and mm-hmm. Everybody Loves Raymond. Yep, represented in this movie. Wow! Yeah, that's this great. It really was. Yeah, I do want to watch it again. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Uh, the the. Uh, I mean, yeah. It is. It is surprisingly very funny, uh, but also just super tense, uh, and and just just. I mean, it is almost perfect. I can't say it is perfect because that's just impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I can't think of any any uh, any flaws or issues that I have with it either. Yeah, it's just a really really well made, entertaining movie. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I love seeing Walter Matthau just just do all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he definitely does it here. He Walter Matthau's his way through this movie with a <laughs> with a great aplomb. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I would definitely. Uh, I would definitely had 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 this been done during the gutter trash days. I would have probably called this a missed classic for sure. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I'd never seen it, um, and and I'd heard for a very long time that it was great. And you know, the only thing I really knew about it was that you know Denzel and John Travolta did a remake, <laughs> <laughs> which is really all you need to know about a movie. Well, sure. <laughs> to know that it's great. Right. So, uh, yeah, anything that Denzel Washington or John Travolta has ever uh, done, uh, if there's an earlier version of it, you know it's good. That's right. Um, you know, I love the 1927 version of Face Off. It's incredible. <laughs> it's F.W. Murnau's just lost classic movie. It's called Derpelganger. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you shouldn't be. That's genius. <laughs> uh, this is why I like you, Joe. Oh, shucks. Uh, but only that. No, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, no, that's the only reason I like me, too. Yeah. Every every now and then I make myself laugh. <laughs> well, someone has to. <laughs> it's not me and it's not Jenny. Oh, <laughs> you, you guys are are all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So, so should I pick a movie for next week? I I guess we'll keep doing this. I guess if you yeah. want to. I mean, as long as your technology holds up and you know we we're both still alive and able to watch movies. Yeah, I, let's I, talk I, about them. I I agree. All right, we might as well record it for other people to listen to. Sure, I have no idea why they want to listen, but fuck them. <laughs> Uh, so I have uh, I have two movies picked. Uh, okay. I, I picked. Uh, hopefully, you haven't seen uh, either of them. Um, All right. I mean, obviously, I'll only name one, and if you've seen that, I'll move on to the next one. Okay. Uh, so so this week, uh, uh, filmmaker Duncan Jones launched a Kickstarter for a graphic novel, uh, which I backed. Did you? Excellent. Yes. Um, but but yeah, he did the the movie Moon, which I liked very much. It's a pretty great movie. Yeah, and, and there's another movie that he did uh, that I have not seen uh, called Mute. Okay. Have you seen that one? I have seen that one. Okay. And I didn't care for it. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll cross that off the list. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. The, I mean, the, feel free the... to watch it on your own and, you know... Think for yourself. I'll do a. I'll do a solo. It, it'll just be Viewmaster. Okay. And it'll just be me. 
Uh, all right. The the other movie that I that I had jotted down uh, is uh, another, actually another Netflix movie. Uh, it's called A Futile and Stupid Gesture. Okay. Uh, have you seen that one? It, yes, I have. God damn it! All right. Um. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, how, how do you feel about the nineteen or the the remake version of the taking of Pelham One Two Three? <laughs> no. All right. No. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, Joe. No, that's okay. Uh, I should have checked with you ahead of time. It's all right. I mean, we—they're supposed to be surprises. They are, and and I mean, the thing about the uh, futile and stupid gesture is that I remember it pretty well. Okay. And if I didn't, I would totally like you know when you picked Seven Seal, I'm like I don't remember a fucking thing about that. Yeah, that makes sense. So I would have been down, but I, I remember. You know that movie pretty well. Okay, uh, I will say that I liked it. All right, so, well that's good. You know. <laughs> I, I've I've been listening to the uh, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Okay, and uh, uh, Joel McHale talked about how he played Chevy Chase in that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's it, right, he did. And it made me remember that I wanted to wanted to watch it. Yeah, can I do a quick side rail? Uh, uh, speaking of Joel McHale, absolutely. Uh, um, so the new DC TV show Stargirl premiered this week. Oh, right. I forgot Joel McHale's on that. Joel McHale is on that. He's yes. not in it very long. Spoiler. Uh, he plays Starman, the yeah, original he's, one. He's Sylvester Pemberton. Yeah. Who is, whose name is not Starman in the comics. Right. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, in no world, speaking of darkest timelines, uh, is Luke Wilson, Joel McHale's sidekick. Fuck that. <laughs> wow, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, I found that show to be enjoyable. So. Excellent. I, I, yeah. uh, do you have a DC Universe uh, subscription? I do not. Okay. Uh, um, but it is uh, airing on the CW and uh, is on the CW app. Right. All right. Uh, no, I the the reason I asked about a DC Universe subscription is I thought of another movie that we could watch, but it's ah. it's on it's on DC Universe. I bet you could probably acquire it. Okay. Um. So it is uh, the 1974 Wonder Woman movie. Ooh. Okay. Uh, like it's with it, Denise, uh, not Denise Crosby, Kathy Crosby. Okay, yeah, Kathy Lee Crosby. Okay, uh, and Ricardo Montalban is in it apparently as well. Ooh, um, but but yeah, so it's I don't know if it was a pilot for the TV show that they just decided to revamp it, or 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 if it was just a TV movie. But I've never seen it. Okay, so uh, if you I mean, would, if you'd want to watch that, I'd be down to watch that. Okay. Uh, I mean, you, you don't seem thrilled about it, but... Uh, no, I, I am. I'm excited to watch it, because like I said, okay. I've never seen it. 
All right. Well, uh, I have seen that one. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> However, I was like 10. <laughs> so literally the only thing I remember was that it's not Linda Carter. Okay. <laughs> and I would be more than happy to watch that one. Okay. Uh, and, and I will try to find some way, uh, you know, maybe there's like a free trial that I can get or some other way. Or, or we can work something out. Sure. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. It was such a process to, to find a movie. Uh, I, I am the one who is sorry. I, I, I should stop watching movies. You should. (laughs) Don't don't watch any more movies unless it's for the podcast. Okay, done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the original original Wonder Woman movie. Yes. All right. Interesting. That's yeah. Like, that'll that'll. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I have I have no idea what it's about, so I'm excited. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I just know she's blonde. <laughs> Which is wrong. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we, will, we will be back next week to talk about that. Okay, then. <laughs> All right. See you then. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Viewmasters.